the Women's Creative dares their listeners to hurdle their dreams. Tune in to our weekly podcast to hear from individuals who are breaking down barriers, solving problems, and making the world a better place. Hear the stories of these business owners who chose to take the road less traveled. Join us for Not There Yet. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Christina. And Lindsay. We're so glad that you're here back with us for another episode of Not There Yet. We are so excited about today. It's going to be just a really great chat with one of our favorite, seriously high energy friends. Uh, The best friend. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. We're interviewing Keisha Mabry today. We just want to start by thanking everybody so much for listening in. We appreciate you coming, being present with us as we create space for women to share their stories. There are so many other ways you can get involved with the Women's Creative as well. So check us out online at thewomenscreative.com. You can join us every Thursday morning for Stronger Than Coffee. I have to be honest, Thursday mornings are Lindsay and I's favorite the best time day of, the of the week. It really, really is. So 8 a.m. Central Time, we hop on Zoom and we just kind of hang out with anybody who comes. Lindsay brings usually a topic or something to work on every week, and it's just a group of amazing business owners, people who are considering starting a business, just thinking together, connecting together, yeah, just being challenged together. Totally free, totally low-key, but for about 30 to 45 minutes Thursday morning, Stronger Than Coffee is incredible. You can find the link to the Zoom on our Instagram bio, or you can sign up to get it in your email on our website. So, So fun. Yeah, check it out. Come see us on Thursday mornings. Before we jump into talking a little bit about Keisha and introducing her, we're going to do a roll call. Roll call. I know. And we're really, really excited about it. I have to be honest. I'm like thinking through, oh, I'm like, what am I wearing today? And I'm, I am wearing a Mount Indigo jacket. Ooh, and so, it's so cute. <laughs> it's so cute. So, okay, I've got to shout out Mount Indigo. Also wearing a leather bracelet by Hollis Leather, who's another local maker. And so, yeah, that's what I've got on. What's I your, love that. What's your role call today? I also was like, I'm not wearing anything local. <laughs> Maybe skincare you used this morning. Definitely. But I actually, so I've been trying to meditate more in my daily life. And I meditated with my t- Tara candle this oh, morning. I love that. Tara is owned by one of our community members, Diana Allen, and she's just amazing. So that's awesome. my roll call. Okay. All right. Well, we hope you take a second look around. What are you wearing that's local? Where are you shopping, eating, and supporting local? Thanks so much for everything that you do to support our business and who we are and the other people in your community. So, Keisha Mabry, this week. She's amazing. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. We literally could have sat with her for hours. Yeah, we could have. So, this is like a really quick, high-intensity episode. You guys are going to get so much out of it. I met Keisha, oh, my goodness, four years ago, five years ago. Wow, I didn't know it was that long. Yes, and she was developing. So, this is the coolest thing. You're going to hear how she has really jumped around all kinds of different things in her life. So when I first met her, she was making these incredible conversation cards and they were to break the ice and help people network and connect. And then she was really growing herself as a public speaker and speaking engagements. And so if you have not heard of her, heard from her, heard anything that she said or shared, go find her and hear some of her work because you will be encouraged and empowered and you'll definitely learn something because, yeah, she talks a little bit today about how she's an educator. One thing that I loved was she said that she's always been very curious. She likes to jump around and try new things. She's really inspired by leaning into the unknown. 
But her mom instilled in her that she was going to try something. She had to try it for a full calendar year. So I love just the curiosity that's really driven her across the map in work, but also in life. And I think for me, that was my biggest takeaway is just lean into the unknown. Yes, and absolutely. The scary. Yeah, I agree. The fearless part of her mm-hmm. in that always really is inspiring for me. And just watching like how she will try it. And mm-hmm. she it's not just that she'll try it. She'll bring everybody along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And she wants everybody involved with what she's doing. And she really, really wants to build community with her work. And she does. She does it like effortlessly and in a way that just makes you feel like you belong to something really great. Speaking of which, speaking of belonging, we're really excited to help her announce the opening of her new incubator space. We're not going to call it a co-working space. Yes, it's an incubator. So Heydays. Heydays. Woohoo! Ooh, we didn't plan that either. We did it. We just love Heydays. We do. It's amazing. Christine and I worked there during her opening week. And just like Keisha, it is warm, it is welcoming. It's a place where I think anyone really could see themselves being comfortable there. Yeah, you really can. And um, she's offering so many other services, just mm-hmm. you know, more than just co-working. So we're really, really excited to have her today. Always walk away from every conversation with Keisha, just joyful and uplifted. And I know that you will. You definitely will. So whenever you uh, listen to this episode, you'll also be able to find the link to Heyday's website, whether you're listening to it on social or on our podcast page. So just be sure to follow along and check out Heyday's. Yeah, it'll be great. It's, it's going to be really phenomenal. We're excited about the addition of Heyday's to St. Louis community. And yeah, we're so glad you listened in today. Thank you. We hope you enjoy listening to our interview with Keisha. And thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Not There Yet. Yeah. See you soon. The Women's Creative couldn't be more excited to record our weekly podcast at Shock City Studios. Their large format studio specializes in music, podcasts, and audiobooks. If you're looking for a space for you, call Shock City Studios. Hey, everybody. It is so great to have you here today. We are so excited to be joined by Keisha Mabry. So thank you so much for being here. Yes, Okay, that is the iconic Hey Friends. Woohoo! Absolutely, Hey Friends. You heard it here. Tell us about it. What what is what is your relationship with you and Hey Friends? What why Hey Friends? How is that part of your brand and who you are? I feel like we got to start there because if you know Keisha, you have been greeted that way. Yeah, it's so funny. I hate telling this story because then people test me. But I was in college, you know, doing a lot of networking, which we all are told to do. And I was forgetting people's names. (laughs) And so, like, people were like, oh, my gosh, Keisha. And, like, one day I was just like, hey, friend. Like, that's what just came out. And it stuck. And Mm -hmm. so people were like, oh, my gosh, I love that. And so, yeah, here we are, you know, years later, and it still works. I love it. I mean, for me, it feels so warm and welcoming. Even whenever I first met you, I was like, I was referred to as friend. And I'm like, okay, this is a person I want to know and support. I appreciate it. But yes, so friends, don't be out here testing me. I probably don't know half your names, but we're still friends. <laughs> Always. I well, I mean, that actually makes me laugh because I think all of us have our little greeting. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, you. Yes. Or like, ooh, hi, buddy. Or <laughs> right. whatever you say. Whatever and so I think it's perfect. And hey, friends is so warm. Awesome. So, okay, you kind of already started your story. So tell us a little bit about like how you got to where you're at. And um, just like, I know your path is kind of unusual. And so I'm excited to to hear the whole story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like my path is all over the place. Um, I think this term generalist is kind of new. I didn't Mm -hmm. have that term when I was, you know, back in the day growing up. (laughs) Um, I just chased curiosity. 
You know, like I'm very mm-hmm. curious and my mom has always allowed me to be curious. Even when I was younger, my mom allowed me to try different things, but she said I had to commit to it for at least a calendar year. So that oh, was good her way. That was yeah. her way to prevent me from just starting and quitting things. So, like, I wanted to try flute. And she was just like, now, if you pick this up, you know, for the rest of the calendar year, like, yeah. until it's, like, the full year, you have to, like, play the flute. I'm like, okay, fine. And I only played that one year. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's just, like, a part of my personality to be curious. And so I've just, again, chased curiosity. I love it. That is mm-hmm. so cool. Okay, like how have things been connected though, right? Because one thing always kind of leads to the next. Yeah, so definitely. I know you kind of started as an educator, mm-hmm. and education is still kind of something that you do, but in a totally different capacity. Yeah, definitely. Like I changed my major in college four times. Um, and my, again, like I think because I always had permission to do that, like my mom was just like, well, if that's not working, you know, like figure out what does. And I don't think I ever graduated knowing what I really wanted to do, but I'm just like, let me get out of here. So I graduated with a degree in agriculture, which a lot really? of people don't oh, even wow. know. Very surprising. Oh, wow. Yes. What were you planning um, on doing with that degree? Graduating. So. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like farming? I we went to, farm? to the like, you know, where you check to see what credits, you know, will get you out of there. And I'm like, okay, what could I major in? Because I've changed my major at this point four times. Oh, that's hilarious. And they were like, agriculture. I'm like, fine, give me that. (laughs) And so I graduated, took a year off, did sales, and then went back for my MBA in entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship allowed me to chase curiosity, you know? Entrepreneurship is all about solving a problem and, you know, figuring Mm -hmm. out, like, all the things that you need to do to do that. So, yeah, I mean, the rest is history. I went from entrepreneurship to moving to St. Louis to do Teach for America. And I think you're right. Like, at the heart of everything I do is education. That's amazing. Okay, so Teach for America, what you're you just opened a co-working space. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> link those two together. Link those two together. <laughs> okay. So let's see. After I finished teaching, I was like, well, what do I do with my life? But I think I ask myself that question every like two to three years anyway, right? Yeah. And so like even now people are like, Well, what's your five year plan? I'm like, I don't have one. It will show itself when it needs to show itself. But when I finished teaching, I went into food, which is funny. I started working for a food okay, distributor. I didn't know that either. Yes, I worked for a food distributor in business development and in research and development. So I did that for a few years, helping new food companies get into distribution. So this is when the entrepreneurship business piece comes into play. Left there, went back into education in a director of operations role, and then helped launch an education technology startup. So all of them are like, you know, connecting. We're seeing, we're Um, seeing. You're seeing, you're seeing. And then from there... Left there, got recruited to run the accelerator. So I ran an accelerator for entrepreneurs for a few years. Um, And then I was going to, like, chill. Like, again, I was coming around my three-year mark, so I left my role. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? Who knows? This was September of last year. And then within a week, this was because of a connection with you. I mean, you never know. You just never know. Networking is super powerful. Powerful. Sometimes you have a little idea and it niggles. And maybe it's like someone else kind of has that idea. Or it's it's just the right time for them. So I've learned to always, if I have little ideas like that, always speak them. Yeah. You never know. Like, oh, maybe you two should be connected. I don't really know why. Maybe you need a space. You never know. And so you I was like even thinking space. I didn't even know space. why. And so like <laughs> I connected with your connection and then saw the space. Didn't have a full vision for it, but I was like, hmm, let's give this a try. So here we are. Hey, Dace. 
Hey days. Oh my god, I love okay, it. So the last so time we caught up, it was co-working, but a lot more than that. Like there's, you mm-hmm. have a vision for all kinds of services yes. for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah, Absolutely. tell us all about it. And it's because, like, again, chasing curiosity and just like being open to possibility, right? So. From the past few years, being an entrepreneur myself, helping launch an education technology startup, and I also serve as a Grow With Google digital coach, supporting entrepreneurs with digital marketing, the same is always true, right? Like, we're always looking for our tribe, our network, whether it's a a personal relationship just to, like, affirm us and, like, support us, or a professional relationship, you know, whether it's an accountant, a lawyer, or whatever. But we often don't know where to look, and... We don't have a vetted source to find that information or even a place to start, right? So when I finally got the keys, I'm like, okay, well, we're doing this. Like, what are the possibilities for this space? And so in my mind popped three terms, connect, create, curate. And so that's the goal of the space, to create those opportunities for connection through co-working, um, to help creatives and entrepreneurs create through curated event space, um, and to help them curate anything they want, whether it's content, whether it's a dream that they're trying to build, whatever that is, give them the resources to do that so they don't have to think about where they find them. That's amazing. That's amazing and so needed. Mm-hmm. Also, you announced something earlier this week that was a bit, you're the first black-owned incubator, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, so, That's huge. Oh, congratulations. Thanks, friends. Yeah. I didn't even realize that was the case you know when I was doing this I'm Mm -hmm. like well let me just create a space I wish I had and so I think there's been a ton of co-working spaces and so people know because people are like well what's the difference Um, a co-working space is typically space that's it they may have some resources or workshops we've been there but an incubator is like full wraparound services so kind of like a one-stop shop in theory that's what it's supposed to be I don't think it's been that much of a reality for a lot of our incubators but that is the goal and that will be the vision for heydays like we will have all of those services so we have accountants and our ops people sales and marketing virtual assistants we have partnerships with local cdfis and banks for funding legal support yes. the list goes on. oh my gosh that i mean this yeah. is so exciting i think mm-hmm. in part because one thing that always strikes me is like when you go after something and you go to do mm-hmm. it you do it so well and you do it to a level <laughs> that actually realizes the goals that you have for it. I so, appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's not even, I, and not, that's not like, I'm not stretching for that compliment. That is like a straight up, this is really who you are. Um, so what, there has got to be, I, we know like curiosity, obviously important mm-hmm. value for you. Tell us a little more about your why. Because one other thing that always has always struck me is your care of people, right? Like we mm-hmm. talked about like, hey friends, like you you walk in the room and I basically, you, you, like your presence makes me feel hugged, always. That's so cool. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit more about how that really like gets you up in the morning and just, yeah, makes you feel full. Yeah, I really am the friend who wants to see everyone win, you know? And I think that's my why. I think too often than not, we're taught that we can't all have big dreams, that big dreams can't exist in the same space, and that's not true. And so I just want to create those opportunities and spaces so that people know that you can take up all the space that you want individually and collectively. There's still going to be more space. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. That's so powerful. We all need a friend like you, (laughs) every single person. And we've talked about this a couple times on our podcast, how isolating it can be to be a business owner. Absolutely. 
So, like, what are you, you know, do you have any just maybe some tips that you have for someone who's feeling isolated? You know, maybe it is come to heydays, mm-hmm. but also, like, what are some other things you can do when you're feeling that isolation in your business? Yeah, I would say just, like, look up and get off your island. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think mm-hmm. all of us, like, put our head down and, like, go crazy hard. Um, but there's tribes everywhere. There's virtual tribes. There's in-person tribes. You know, like, a tribe really is, like, a call, text, or DMOA. I DM people almost every day. Yeah. Um, it's a great way to great communicate. Tool. We've started <laughs> doing, like, DM groups mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. like, reach, like, groups of people who come to a meeting or whatever. Like, let's let's get connected this yeah. way. We're on Instagram anyway. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, all of us are waiting for that DM. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah, we are. Yeah. I get real you excited. Love you yeah. love that notification. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's like, oh, my God, someone thought about me. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> you yes. know? And so I, one, try to look up and find those spaces when I'm in those moments of, like, oh, I'm just like, I'm feeling alone. Um, two, I just like, I am really proactive about building relationships. I feel like if you build the relationship before you need it, it will be there when needed. Yeah. And then number three, like, I'm not scared to just like reach out to someone, you know, because like they're probably feeling the exact, not probably, they are feeling the mm-hmm. exact same thing that you're feeling. And so I try to be the support, be the friend that I want people to be for me. And I think in turn, I get that energy back. Yeah, and it's so Mm -hmm. true. I feel like you put that out into the world. Every week in our team meeting, we have like a light and love. We kind of start like Mm -hmm. something that just sets a tone for the week. I love that. And Mm -hmm. we were talking about how um, you have to put in energy to make energy. Mm -hmm. And you really have to put yourself out there. You have to like initiate sometimes. And that will come back to you in space. Oh, always. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. So, okay, if you, you know, you think about the... Create, curate, and curiosity. Mm -hmm. Those are, you know, definitely three traits we see in you. And we see that you put into the world. You know, are those the three traits that you think have gotten you to where you are today? Or like, what are those traits that you bring with you to everything you do? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, connection is, I mean, it's the thing, you know? It's everything. It's everything. Like, people ask me, well, like, how did you do this? How did you get that opportunity? How did you do that? I'm like, it's connection. And, like, people think I'm being silly. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, even, like, the funding for starting Hey Days, I did not submit a business plan. I literally called a banker and had the money in 24 hours. And people are like, that's huge. And they're like, how did you get funding? I'm like, relationships like I built the relationship before I needed it and it was there when needed right and so like connection hands down is the thing I live by and then curiosity opening yourself up to the possibilities and creating the thing that you want to see in the world like sometimes Mm -hmm. I think we wait for that thing to be created but guess what maybe you're the person that's supposed to create it I think um, something that strikes me too is like in the next step to this, you have to communicate what that is. Oh, absolutely. You know, and the connection is about mm-hmm. communication. And I think that has been like the longer that I've worked, you know, as I've watched people like mm-hmm. you and other people like you who are so good at building community, you're mm-hmm. also phenomenal communicators. Yeah. Like you really think like honestly and reflectively about what you want the world mm-hmm. to be and then you communicate it into yeah. existence. And that is something I've learned from you, watched from you, been inspired by you, is how well you put all that goodness out with your words and your leadership in that way. Yeah, you have to. And I think Mm -hmm. people are scared to, right? Like I have a lot of friends that are like, don't share your dreams for valid reasons, right? Like people have burned them or took their dreams and like they felt vulnerable and like it just was not a positive experience for them. I share everything. I'm thinking about doing this. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Manifest it. You manifest it. And I think the other thing that allows to happen is the world 
shows up, right? Like you, they do. you just start to see the resources. Like when I wanted to do my first conference in 2019, I'm like, I'm thinking about doing a conference. The amount of resources that just came out of mm-hmm. nowhere, you know, we're just there. So it makes it easier for you to manifest and dream because you're not doing it by yourself. Another thing, like you said, we're all C's here. Like connect, <laughs> curate, create, and this. then communicate. I think it's, yeah. you're spot on. Love it. Me too. All right. All right. So for everybody listening, we've already given them so many gems, right? We've told them to put themselves out there, communicate, manifest your dreams. Don't be afraid to try something new Mm -hmm. because you clearly have always jumped headfirst into something new. Um, What if you could give everybody kind of one takeaway, Mm -hmm. like what would it be? What piece of encouragement would you just hand to them right now? I would say putting yourself out there as a muscle. I think it's really scary to put yourself out there. And for me, it's about exercising that muscle. So every month I try something new um, so that I can just get comfortable with that feeling of uncomfort or discomfort. What is it, friends? Discomfort. <laughs> Help me, grammar friends. Um, um, you know, both. Discomfort. Both, 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 both are great. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got it. Because what that allows me to do by practicing and exercising that muscle when it comes time to comes down to really putting myself out there, I'm comfortable with that feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I think we psych ourselves up and tell ourselves that we're not supposed to be scared. We're just like waiting mm-hmm. to like be fearless. And I'm like, that, that feeling never happens. Like I'm always yep. scared. But the difference is I've gotten I've gotten comfortable with that fear because mm-hmm. every month I practice being scared. Well, and every time mm-hmm. you have that fear and then it works out, yep. it kind of becomes adrenaline instead mm-hmm. of fear. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get like, ooh, you maybe this will work. It. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think oh, I that just that. comes from, from exercising it, right? And so however you can exercise it, try to exercise it. For me, that's mm-hmm. just trying something new monthly. As, as simple as that, it just exercises that muscle. Thank you so much. Okay, you heard it here. Cast your net wide. <laughs> Do something that scares you and keep listening to Not There Yet. Uh, thank you, Keisha, for being here. Totally. And before we totally sign off, why don't you tell everybody how they can get involved with Heydays and when are you officially opening? What is the plan? Oh, thanks, friend. So the plan is next week, which is crazy. So we're officially opening in February. And then from there, the website goes live and like you can just come see us. So we'll have open co-working days where you can just come and try it out. Then we have drop-in days so you don't have to have a full membership. And then we have virtual co-working where you can get an official business address and mail service. So all the things. That's awesome. I love it. All right. Well, you'll see us at Hey Days. We're so excited about it. Congratulations. And thank you so much so much for your time. I appreciate you all. We love you, Keisha. All right, we're hugging you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Not There Yet. Every week we interview women who've taken the road less traveled. Thank you, Keisha. Thanks, friends. Bye, 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 Bye